0: So ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who cannot see us and can only hear us right now, just know that I am in one of the coolest places ever. I am in North Dakota. What town, Jenna, are we in exactly?
1: We are south of Mandan, which is Bismarck Mandan. They're connected. Right Uh, separated by a river. So yeah, we're just south of Mandan. Right.
0: Bismarck, North Dakota area. Yep. Yep. And we are on a
1: firing range.
0: Okay, so who am I? I just shot a gun. Girl from New Jersey, just shot a gun. How
1: did I do, Jenna? Great. Fabulous. She got a bullseye, which is like unheard of, even when you've been practicing forever. So great. That was a bullseye. All right, let's look at that. Holy smoke. Bullseye! (laughs) bullseye yeah that was amazing look at all those and that that is we're gonna put you in some shooting competitions here in no time that was amazing most of these are new we got one two three four yeah, five funny. six seven when they had two down here right yeah Eight. i think these so are they're all they're all 10 10 out of 10. You're a good teacher. That is quick improvement. That's Stand impressive. There. That was super yeah, exciting. That was super exciting.
0: So this shooting range has beautiful hills and buffalo and cows and all I don't I don't know. That's probably not buffalo. It's probably. Oh just no, cows. there's
1: buffalo around. Uh, we're right south of Fort Lincoln State Park, too. So they're everywhere. They have, yeah, the shooting range and like the most beautiful <laughs> place ever. So. I thought I
0: was totally making that up.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's it's true. They're around. They definitely are.
0: So it's gorgeous. It's It's picturesque, and behind
1: us, what do we have? shooting targets and uh, what are they, gophers and prairie dogs and silhouettes and the, of, of, humans <laughs> of humans that humans, yeah, a whole bunch of bullet- <laughs> This is normal for you. This is normal, yeah. This is generally what we shoot at is a, a human silhouette. That's what we practice for.
0: And yeah. you shot already today 1,700 rounds.
1: Yes, yep, yep. Just this morning we were testing out handguns for my department so uh, my hands are a little shaky but uh, it's always a good day when you can go out shooting so I always <laughs> take the opportunity.
0: Now, would you say that your passion is law enforcement?
1: Um, you know what, I can't say my passion has always been law enforcement. My passion has been a variety of other things that kind of led to this, and it was kind of a pleasant surprise how happy I am in this job um, with passions that have kind of led to this, To this, so yeah. And you are
0: a female state trooper.
1: Correct, yep, female state trooper. One Number of seven. seven, right? <laughs> yep. One of
0: seven female state right. troopers here in yep. North Dakota.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we have 172 sworn employees in the Highway Patrol, um, 192 employees, and there's seven of us, of us women, so we're kind of a rarity around here. <laughs> How did this happen for you? You know what, it's kind of a, a strange story. Um, my undergrad, I, I graduated with a degree in cultural anthropology, and then I kind of sat around for six months. I went to Florida and lived, and just was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do, and I went back to grad school and for cultural anthropology again. And whenever I tell people that, they say, well, how the heck does that have anything to do with law enforcement, right. which they're like, isn't that dinosaur bones? But uh, my degree in particular, um, what I focused on was something called the human terrain system. In short, it basically focused on uh, military and domestic uh, relationships and people within war zones, like in Iraq and Afghanistan, which is where I, I specific, uh, specifically focused on and so i kind of looked at what the domestic version of that would be and it was law enforcement for me so
0: so how do you see the these two coming together
1: um so what i did is i met an officer actually in fargo she was another female officer which is also rare Um, she's called their cultural liaison officer Fargo is a big refugee town, and so she uh, educates and uh, deals with new Americans in the town, teaches them about our uh, cultural practices, what is legal, what is illegal here, um, but then also kind of helps them cater to their uh, culture, finds out who their kind of gatekeepers are in that community, who they who they go to for support, and she forges relationships with them so she can better understand uh, people that are coming to our country. So she really inspired me to to get into the field and. And that's kind of where I saw anthropology, cultural anthropology, understanding cultures and law enforcement, so.
0: And you love what you're doing.
1: Oh, I love it. Every day I can say that I get up and I'm excited to go to work, which I can't say I've ever had that feeling in my life with any of my jobs. I mean, I've always done odds and ends kind of jobs to get through school. Um, So I really lucked out getting this as my first adult job, I guess.
0: What kind of challenges do you have, though? Because I'm sure there are some. Oh,
1: yeah, many. I mean, challenges range. There's gender-related challenges, but then just challenges in general of being in law enforcement. Um, And so, I mean, I can say that the agency I work for is great. They're extremely progressive. I work with, like, the best group of guys ever. I work with only guys, but um, they are the most welcoming guys ever. They treat me like a fellow state trooper and not like a female you know which is good in, in Well, that because profession. it looks like
0: you can pull your weight
1: right yes oh yeah yeah they train us well and and uh i would say probably my upbringing has helped a lot in deciding what i can and can't do so now we
0: interviewed your sister
1: correct yeah kayla in in new york so yep. and she's the wife of dan carpenter
0: from the buffalo bills correct. And, you know, yeah. we're on this 50 state tour and yep. when we stopped there we kicked the tour off with Dan and he taught me how to kick a football. Oh,
1: how fitting, right? Kicking off the tour with kicking.
0: Exactly. (laughs) It was awesome. And then we got to talk to Kayla about her cooking and everything else. And she was so excited that we were going to see you.
1: Oh yeah. And when I told Dan
0: that I was going to be shooting a gun with you, I think Mm -hmm. he felt a little better about the fact that I'd be kicking just a football. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> I'll take the high risk stuff any day.
0: <laughs> when you think about this last year, because something mm-hmm. else that's super cool is today, right now yeah, today, is today. your one year anniversary it is, yeah. at the department, which yeah. means what for you?
1: Which means that I officially uh, have my job. I guess we in law enforcement in North Dakota, you have to work for for one year with your agency. It's like work probation to make sure you're a good fit and you like the job and, and everything and else. And you're capable. And, and capable, right, exactly. They wanna, I don't know, you're monitored closely as a law enforcement officer, which is great. Um, and so they just monitor you closer on that first year and make sure that you're doing okay. Everybody else is doing okay with you. And so today's one year and I officially have my job, I guess. Congratulations. So I, thank you. I mean, <laughs> I, when I
0: found that out, I was so excited that we yeah. were here to celebrate that yeah. with you. So oh, thank congrats you so much. on that.
1: Yeah, I realized on the drive here and it made the day a little brighter, I guess. <laughs> it was great. So if we have other women mm-hmm. specifically who are out there
0: listening to yeah. this this interview here today yeah and they're thinking that law enforcement Mm -hmm. might be something that they'd be interested in yeah what should they think
1: about seeing as their day-to-day life like what can they envision what can they envision well I mean it depends on the agency that you go into I can speak from of course the state trooper side of things but we also work with sheriff's departments and PDs and we all kind of we have the same job but a different job as a state trooper um, our specialties are of course working traffic um, but that's focusing on things like uh, duis involving alcohol and drugs and our uh, main specialty is actually crashes um, injury crashes regular property crashes and uh, also fatality crashes of course that's kind of what we're known for is that person showing up on the doorstep which isn't a great job to have Um, in that moment it feels kind of terrible but to be able to learn how to do that job and kind of help people in their in their absolute time of need is is kind of a skill you learn from senior troopers and appreciate it if you can learn to decompress after that too of course yourself but
0: well the thing yeah. is though if you are the person that shows up at that door I yep. mean you become part of their memory yeah. and if you can do that in a way
1: in a good way yeah exactly I mean as good as it can be but right
0: in the um, most comfortable right. comforting way possible yeah.
1: yeah it's a skill that I mean you don't think you're ever gonna have to learn until you're doing it luckily we have uh, chaplains in the Highway Patrol, so we can call them, and we have them all over the state, um, and they help us with with those things too. But they can expect that. I mean, on a daily basis, there's tons of fun things too. We go and talk to little kids about law enforcement, and they always ask us silly questions and think it's funny. But we teach them about fun things, fun things like seatbelts. We bring like a <laughs> rollover simulator and and show them how the you know if you don't wear your seatbelt, and they think it's hilarious, but they learn the lesson, and then they're like the little seatbelt alarm for their parents in the car. Are, mom you don't have your seatbelt on and so it's fun to see them down the road and they remember you of course and
0: how should somebody explore this field though if they're thinking about it
1: I would say the absolute best way and I would imagine it's this way across the entire country is to do a ride-along and even if you're not necessarily interested in doing the job of law enforcement but just to understand what it's about just contact a police department sheriff's office state troopers and, ask and they let if you do, do that ride-along. yeah any community member um, you just call in basically ask to sign up they'll assign you with a with a uh, trooper or a police officer and you can say i want to go for one hour i want to go for the whole shift and you jump in the front seat and go with us that's <laughs> on amazing. everything that is amazing so yeah
0: wow maybe we should have done that yeah
1: <laughs> i know <laughs> i should have recommended that would have been yeah super fun. although this
0: was a lot of fun i i really gained a lot from learning how to shoot a gun today seriously a yeah, lot good. of confidence and yeah you know, just God forbid I ever had to do that.
1: Right, yeah, it's important just to know how they work, the mechanics of one, and, and it is fun of course to throw some, some stuff downrange and see your results on a piece of paper, a bullseye nonetheless. <laughs> and you know, if you ever
0: had like something go on in your past, You know, and you get to do this and you feel like a little vengeance.
1: Exactly, (laughs) yes. Well, it's a good release of energy. I mean, you just, yeah, it's like cheap therapy. (laughs) $14 a box instead of $100 an hour, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So to execute then, if somebody Mm -hmm. says, okay, I did this ride-along, I want to take the first step, what what should they do then?
1: Um, Look at the criteria for the department or kind of maybe go on a ride-along with a trooper, with a sheriff's deputy and with a uh, police officer and a police department because... We all do different jobs police departments are running to calls constantly they don't they're reactive instead of proactive a lot of the times because they do get such a high volume of calls we are more proactive because we can go out and look for stuff instead of responding to as many calls in a day sheriff's deputies do a lot of stuff i mean they do everything and a lot of paperwork too they're the ones who serve warrants and everything like that so do one with each person if you can and then look at the criteria in the state troopers in North Dakota, at least we require quite a bit more education than a lot of other agencies do. Um, but also look at the benefits packages. I mean, that seems, it seems small, but it is big in the long mm. run of things. Um, and all those things combined kind of will help kind of point you in the right direction. That's what I did at least is look at the criteria and I mean, look at the pay too. There's always a huge difference between departments. Um, it depends on state too. but all those things combined, and that can kind of get somebody started on the track, so. Now,
0: as a female trooper, first Mm -hmm. of all, congratulations on your engagement.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And we talked briefly about the fact that, you know, women, female Mm -hmm. troopers, and families and, and yeah. having babies. And yeah what, what are your thoughts on that? And how do you see that playing out with other people, including yourself possibly?
1: It's so tough. We mm-hmm. just had a, a women's work group. They just started it this year. They see what the future um, holds for the agency and they want even more women incorporated into that. Um, like I said, I work for like the best agency ever because they they're so focused in making it good for everybody. And they see how, I mean, we're equal to our male counterparts, but we have different needs and so do the males, but in our, uh, side of the sense we can't get away from like carrying a baby that's a that's our job for you know nine to ten months and so I just kind of look to my senior female troopers there's a few who've been in quite a bit longer um, and they've kind of navigated it in different ways and they've paved actually a lot of road for me to come along there's a lot of road left to be paved too of course Um, but just to kind of look to them for guidance and um, and what to do, because it's it's difficult. Luckily, I have the most supportive fiance ever. He's never one day told me, I don't think he should do that job. He always encourages me and is excited to hear about my day. Um, And He's
0: in the military, right? He is,
1: yeah. So he's more apt to to be accepting of that kind of thing. Um, And I haven't really heard of anybody's significant other who I work with who has too big of an issue with it, but I have heard of people who are afraid of that going in, what their significant other will say. Um, cause even in a military sense, sometimes women face that kind of "I don't want you to go off to war, which women don't want their men to go off either, but it's, it's different at a, uh, a woman's angle, it really is.
0: So what closing advice would you give anybody who wants to get involved in make law enforcement their passion serving like you have?
1: Oh man. I mean, think about it long, you know, think about it long and hard, but try those small little steps, like I mentioned before. And if you feel like you maybe don't have enough courage for it, or you don't, whatever, I you will surprise yourself. Cause I've done many things in my life where I was terrified going in and I made myself do it anyway. Cause I figured if I'm gonna quit and not do this, what else am I gonna quit and not do, you know? And so I continued to do it. And I spent six months in the academy and they do all sorts of stuff to us and with us in there. And I can say you get your heart racing every single day, but it feels really, really good at the end of the day when you've accomplished that and you felt that rush. Um, and it, that goes for everything, not just law enforcement. Start with something small, and it's going to lead up to something a lot bigger. So,
0: well, if you're in Facebook, if you're on there, yeah. and you can be a part of our private group, I'd love yeah. to. You know, Absolutely.
1: Then everybody who would like to
0: ask you questions, yes, there, they yeah, can. please
1: get a hold of me. I, my, my name on there is Jenna Lark. It's my middle name. It's kind of my pseudonym for Facebook, being in law enforcement. I learned quickly that I was looked up quite a bit by people that I had come into contact with. So this is a group I trust. So feel free to contact me on there and I'll absolutely love to talk to anybody about awesome. any of it. Yeah. I
0: want to thank you and your husband so much yes. for serving. Oh, thank you thank so much. Thank you. thank you for keeping it. us safe. I yeah. feel safe here in North Dakota knowing oh, okay. you're out there. Good. So. Thank
1: you so much. I appreciate it's that. It's been awesome. Oh, thank yes. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep